0: Keyshawn J Will and Zubin, the podcast.
1: Good morning from New York City. <laughs> Do the villains reside here in New York? That is the question. Of course, the evil empire, perhaps here in New York City. Keyshawn J Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. The numbers uh. eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine. So, guys, the Nets, we talked about the Lakers losing again last night and losing AD and big game tonight for them. The Nets are also in a bit of a a slide right now. That's four straight after the loss last night to the Mavericks. Uh, That's a season-high long losing streak for them as they have five games left in the season. In fact, they could end up slipping a third uh, in the East. Now, Kyrie went for 45 last night, but still – James Harden has not played. It's 16 straight games now that he has not played. But I want you to uh, hear this. Now, he did say he expects he's going to be fine for the playoffs. In fact, might even really? come back before that and get a game or two in and knock the rust off. So, But he also talked about. Why
2: I laugh because it's only been a month and a half. He's like, oh, just a game or two will knock the rust off. Well, Which, in reality, like he when said, you play he's with
1: correct. Yeah. Yeah, when you play with the other two stars like that, you don't need to but carry it, a team like others might have to.
3: But it ain't even that I'm playing with other stars. I'm that dude. I know what I can do. Yeah. Right? That's James Harden. It's like, man, I'm not – y'all can set the narrative how y'all want about my injury. I know my injury and I know what I can do Mm -hmm. because I've done it before.
1: He spoke very confidently. And as you know, too, and I think um, Stephen A. mentioned this yesterday, James Harden's not a guy that takes games off. Like, he always wants to play. Like, he's a guy that always wants to be on the court. So, this injury, whatever he's managing right now, it's certainly legit. But so is his team. And, in fact, their confidence level's really high. He talked about how the Nets have something that nobody else in the league has. As
2: much as I love the hoop, like I want to be out there, I, I want to be out there, but you got to be smart, and, and for me it was just, all right, let's, let's knock this thing out, let's get this thing healthy so we can make a push. One of the things that a lot of teams don't have is talent, you know, so we, we don't have to worry about that aspect. But skill-wise, we're we're elite, so I'm not. That's not my. You know, I'm not worried at all.
3: Um, It's
2: gonna be very, very
1: difficult for teams to beat us.
2: I didn't hear anything else he said after. I think teams don't have talent. But,
3: But see, that's what I had said earlier. I'm like. Hey come on man There's three dudes I don't need to play together they can't match us Here
2: why they're the 2020 I said it when it, when this team came together I'm like look they're the new bad boys they say things that people don't like we Stephen A was on our show yeah. yesterday and we'll get into the sound just griping about Kyrie like Stephen A was like Kyrie needs to retire just go ahead and retire this is where these people. This is You're where these players play. can get you to. They can get you to say things like that because you dislike them so much. James hasn't played ball in a month and a half. He's like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What the we'll, team we'll got talent. talent like that? Yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody else
1: has talent like we like basically what he said, we have something no one has.
3: Yeah. Talent,
1: talent. which other teams are like, uh, ex- like what? No, it's like, not the same. Though, but that's facts so. though. It's just not the same. Now, now listen – he got talent like the Nets. Now you uh. mentioned Stephen A, right? You mentioned Stephen A yesterday when uh, when Keyshawn stepped out, Stephen A stepped in and we were talking about you guys had a spirited debate about the Nets, mm-hmm. but off of what James Harden says, that's why Stephen A says something like this. They're not
3: very likable. <laughs> you start off the season, um, and I like them. You know, I'm cool with KD, but there are people that look at him and they accuse them of being sensitive with the social media stuff. James Harden, you know what happened with him in Houston before he came to Brooklyn. Kyrie announces on day one that he ain't interested in talking to the media and all of this other stuff, and then you talk to people who cover the team. And it's not the most flattering things that you hear about them as people. Mm-hmm. And so when you cont- when you combine that with the way the Knicks have elevated themselves to relevancy, here's what it's come down to. New York Knicks make the playoffs and get to the second round of the playoffs. If the Brooklyn Nets don't win at all, nobody will be talking about them.
2: <laughs> why? why? They're always trying to bring the Knicks. The conversation was about Did he
1: fun. lie? Did he lie? They did lie about what? Did he, if they don't win the championship and the Knicks get into the playoffs and play around, no, who will you talk man, about stop, more? The off-season anticipation would be about what the okay. Knicks stop. can build Everybody to, not the Knicks, Knicks right I'm now. Not,
2: I'm not even talking about the Knicks right now. I'm not gonna allow but you get to get back do to it. Are they are this they this is about Brooklyn right now? Okay. Not about the Knicks. Knicks having a great year. It's is,
1: not about is the Brooklyn Knicks. Brooklyn, right the now. evil empire in the NBA. Is they, he right? Yes. Unlikable. Yes. Is that good for the league or bad for the league? It's great for the league. Great for the league.
2: It's great for the league. I don't want anybody to tell me it's bad for the league. We love having teams that we
3: root against. We love having teams that we hate. I don't, don't, root, hate. I don't root against them. I like them. I like them too, but I mess with them. Them is like, that's my personality. I like what Hart said. Like, y'all can't mess with us. Like, come on, man. Now, obviously, I'm a Laker fan, but I like that attitude. I do. I 100% do. As I told y'all, I can roll out of the bed in the dark and catch a BB mm-hmm. because I feel that way. James Harden feel like man, ain't, I, what, I mean, come on, uh, what you gonna do with me?
2: You know what you don't like about them? They're polarizing. <laughs> yeah. everything. And they have fined by the league
1: yet. over and over again for not talking to media care. or nothing. I make care. forty
2: million dollars a year. Yeah. Fine me thirty-five k. Yeah, right. Fine me. Yeah. I don't give a damn. So I don't have to talk. Is that the check I have to write? Okay. okay. I you know why I don't have to talk? Because I don't feel like talking mm-hmm. today. Now I know we love people that are first class and family guys I know we get <laughs> all that but some everybody's built differently man just because you made a lot of money because your skill doesn't mean that you come from a place that's like where the place is where everybody else comes from right It
3: gives them clout yeah look with the attitude that they have, whether you want to call it polarizing or whatever bad boy, they got to finish the deal because if they don't finish the deal, it becomes something more. Oh, the noise will just get louder now. It just becomes now. something more. And, and, and if they don't see the Lakers, they'll probably finish the deal. Yeah. If they don't – and even if they I, see I the really Lakers, agree. they might finish the deal. I
1: agree, though. I, I think know? it's setting up for them perfectly. Yeah.
3: I mean, you how you not going to rock with them dudes? If you're a basketball fan or a basketball player like Jay, you roll with that. I don't know anybody that's NBA players – they would be like, ugh. <laughs> like, who, 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 who that's a player is going to be like, ugh, I, I don't want to play with them. You got to be a damn fool not to want to be one, a teammate of one of those three.
2: These cats refer to the game as art. Yeah. Art. That's They're, how they look. They that, that's how their minds are mm-hmm. as creative. That's how they talk about
1: it. Yeah, that's why they get along because they all are pretty much wired the same way. Now, again, why is it good for the league? Because as you mentioned, you love basketball. You want to watch guys like that play together to see just the, what level of the game you can watch, like how beautiful that can be. Again, LeBron, Wade, Chris Bosh, when they got together in that second year, it got like you just were just amazed by the chemistry and what they had. These three, same thing. But what you also, though, when you're a competitor, you want to go, right, who's going to step up and try to take these guys? Like well, give me someone to, that can push them.
3: <laughs> everybody go try it, right, Allen? Don't mean you that they're so. going to succeed. This isn't anything new, and Jay knows this. This isn't, and you know it too. This is nothing new to the NBA. You're right. I can go all the way back, just just go back to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan just did it different in terms of letting you know who he was. Mm-hmm. That's all. Kobe Bryant did it different. You knew Co- Kobe talked trash. Can I also he let throw another name? He just yeah. did it different. Can I different? throw another
1: name in there that no one ever brings up? Larry Bird. He yeah. talked more trash Maybe than Larry anybody. Bird.
3: Larry Bird. He would
1: tell you. Yes. He would tell you what he's going to do, then do it, and you had nothing. You could nothing could do about it. Nothing you could do about it. Nothing you could
3: do nothing about, could do about it. it. He was one you of know, the
1: biggest trash talkers out there, even so in the interesting media. Interesting about
2: the, the Knicks and the Nets. Like the Knicks epitomize New York because New York is a hardworking blue collar. Got Bus drivers got to yeah. overachieve. Got to grind it out. Like I'm gonna walk 30 blocks to my meeting. I don't care. Yeah. And then you got the Nets who are like Rucker Park. That's Rucker Park. Mm-hmm. That's Showcase. The, the Knicks are Uber,
1: right? To get through the city, the Nets—they they take the blade. Like they don't—they just go over the traffic. Like I don't need to deal with it. Look right? at you like, knowing about Blade. Look at you giving Blade a shout out.
2: Well, I'm just saying. You taking Blade to the Hamptons this summer? That's what. Is that what's I, what you do? You're what blade? Is that what I do? That's what you do. You taking Blade? I just saw it when I drive by in the oh, FDR. Right? What, oh, that's oh, all, there's all there's I know. Emotional that's all I know. What yes. is Blade? It's like you can do like private planes, like where they kind of like. They charter it out to multiple people so you can Basically, all ride, or you can take helicopter rides helicopter. with like five or six people that all pay oh, a ticket a short, to go short to the, Yeah, to go from New York to the Hamptons, oh. quick trips, things of that sort. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So well, you wear the SAG Harbor shirt all the damn time, uh, Mr. SAG I've, Harbor.
3: I went on a tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a, kind of
1: a
2: tourist in SAG.
1: <laughs> I kind sure. of enjoyed that actually. That was really funny. <laughs> Because I thought it was a good reference, and you guys embarrassed me on that one. <laughs> right, it's good. Cool. I mean, obviously you know where. But But, not, but, but that's the reference. Is the idea is. that I'm stuck in traffic? I'm sitting here in this traffic, and it's like they're those guys, they are the cake eaters up in their helicopter? But going they gotta over finish it. the deal. Of course they if, do. They if, still have if, to produce. If you, if you
3: put yourself out there like that, you gotta close the door because if you don't, the noise gets loud, and everybody's like, "Man, come on, man, y'all." Yeah, and chums. they don't
1: like that, right?
3: No. Uh, I don't want that mm-hmm. point of I it. don't
2: think it matters, but I, I think an interesting topic that I know will happen if no, they do win. No, absolutely it matters, though, Jeff. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what my point's about to be. If they do win the chip, think about the teams that Kevin Durant has won the chip with. Golden State, Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and then it will be the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, oh, James Harden. Hmm? It's just interesting.
3: Said he left Draymond out. Oh, Draymond. <laughs>
2: You no, I know. I'm, just, me- I'm just messing <laughs> with
3: you.
1: I-, I love this conversation and we'll continue to well, those will certainly. be the two teams he were want to champion. You know people are going to use that against him. Yeah. No doubt about Man, that. Hey. I,
2: I, I'm not, I'm not going to use it against him. Yeah. I just know where people are automatically going to go. But everybody just, oh, you got – You need those guys and it's not even the case. Everybody
3: got stars that play with them. What they think this is, Syracuse and Carmelo? I mean, like, come on. It is. Everybody has a star that yeah, plays with people hate though,
2: Key? I'm just saying. Yeah. Man,
3: damn
1: Twitter. <laughs>
2: Now you get ready to
3: get me fired up. Interleague battle tomorrow as the Yankees
1: host the Nationals. Coverage begins at twelve thirty p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
3: (laughs) Nice block. Oh, nice roll. Oh, look at that. That's just a thing of beauty.
2: Cannon.
3: Baker Mayfield.
1: Is he a game manager? Can he win a Super Bowl as such? Is he a franchise quarterback? The Browns, where are they? So much to talk about when it comes to Cleveland. And let's do that right now with Gerard Cherry, co-host of The Next Level. That's on ESPN 850 in Cleveland, of course, also a former NFL safety. Good morning, Gerard. How are you? What's up, Jay?
3: I'm doing excellent. Hey, how's it going, Keith? Man, let me ask you something before we even start talking about football, dog. I I just noticed something, because you know us at times – we can mess up some names, uh-huh. right? You you know that. Oh, no. I just want to know, how come your mom and dad didn't just say Rod or Juan? Where did J.E. and all <laughs> that come from? I just want to know <laughs> we, from Juwan, Gerard, your brother that I Gerard, know, I and you. To br- <laughs>
0: I, I just want well, to know just like, like your I, mom she liked apostrophes and she went apostrophe thing
3: I told my mother I told my mother when she, she was living <laughs> I told my mother when she was living in I said why don't you just say Sean
2: You Gerard, Gerard, my parent my dad was like I think we think about going JAE so in <laughs> my mom was like, "No, David, no,
3: we're not going to do that." <laughs>
0: I'm like, "His
3: name is Rod Cherry and Juan Cherry." Just- <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, dog, no, you gotta put the me there, man. Like, see. <laughs> <geez. laughs> I, <laughs> I think it looks classy
1: when you add punctuation. That's all. I'll, I'll exactly. Leave it, leave is that it your way that. of lighting? That's your way of yeah, making uh, yeah. it easy? Yeah, I mean, you know I what? It, just, it looks kind of classy. So how about we listen to – I want you to listen to something, though. Uh, this is Ryan Clark yesterday on our show. This is what he said about Baker Mayfield.
3: Last year, if you go back to the Tennessee Titans game, the Baltimore Ravens game late in the season, that he wasn't just good. He was excellent. And you can get those days and get those times for Baker Mayfield. And that's what Kevin Stefanski was brought there to do. Will he ever be a top five quarterback in the league? I don't believe that. But he could be a top 10 quarterback. He could be a guy that makes Pro Bowls. He could be a dude that's your franchise quarterback for 10 plus years if coached correctly, if put in the right space. <laughs> you talk about Baker Mayfield. You said everything about make Baker Mayfield except he can win a Super Bowl. Can he win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the Cleveland Browns? Is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback? I think he is. Uh, I, I believe he is, especially the way that this team is moving.
1: Gerard, do you believe you can win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield?
0: Well, I certainly believe you can win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. For me, it's really simple. And Ryan somewhat alluded to it, and it's simply this. When you go back to that game against the Kansas City Chiefs, though the Browns lost that game, the key thing that you look for in having had opportunity to play with Tom Brady, I know this from experience, is the moment too big for a guy. And if you go back to that AFC Divisional game, Baker Mayfield looked comfortable in his shoes being a quarterback on that football field. Now the rest of the team have to catch up and have to believe and understand that there's a certain mentality, there's a certain tactic that goes with playing on a championship level. But for me, I felt just observing him, and I've been watching him for the past three seasons, that he belonged, and that was the key for me to say to myself that, hey, this dude has an opportunity and chance, and I do think he can become a top five quarterback.
3: If they win Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, is it because Baker Mayfield, or is it because the defense, and he's just riding along on the bus? Like, how do they win the Super Bowl?
0: Uh, Great question, and I would say it's gonna be because Baker Mayfield have phenomenal statistics. Baker Mayfield showed up and showed out. Baker Mayfield made you walk away from that experience saying he straight out balled and put guys in a position to succeed. Because you know Keith and everybody who follows sports, hey, if the quarterback position, it's a needy position. You need people to support you. But at the same time, you have to elevate your game and the people around you. So if you walk away from experience saying to yourself, "Well, if only will Baker Mayfield win your Super Bowl, but Baker Mayfield, what I'm saying, will find himself – in the range of anywhere from $250 million to $400 million as a new contract.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: When you look at it, are the Browns the biggest threat to the Chiefs in
0: the AFC? For sure. Certainly are. And we look at what the Browns did on defense now. Now, the Chiefs are still trying to address their offensive line issues, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did what? They provided us the blueprint. And it's really simple. We already knew this. Get to a cornerback. Put pressure on him. Make him feel uncomfortable in the pocket. And I don't care if he's Patrick Mahomes or the great Tom Brady. You're going to have issues and problems. And what do we do with the Browns this offseason? We have gotten guys to help us. Now, Damian Clowney. We're hoping will give us his A-plus effort, A-plus game, and all those things. If that does occur along with Miles, good luck trying to stop the Cleveland Browns.
2: Drew, how come nobody nobody's talked about OBJ? Mm-hmm. How much of a huge addition will this be? And will Baker Mayfield be able to go through his progressions without feeling like he needs to force it to OBJ? Because you know that was a hot topic last year.
0: Oh, that was a fire topic, lava. And we talked about it at nauseam. man. The <laughs> thing is this OBJ is the guy who's pretty much been written off as okay, can, is he bringing Baker Mayfield down? I'm like, that's insane. Baker Mayfield went through a maturation process. I agree with the take that, hey, Baker was forcing the ball to odell beckham jr but i'm saying to myself if you have a weapon like odell beckham jr and now you're to a place when you walk into the huddle being baker mayfield that you have command that you have respect and that you know that you are the man and that you know that you can do it you're not worried about force feeding anybody so now that huddle is truly his guys have his attention and his respect because of how he plays so i don't think it'll be an issue of forcing odell beckham jr ball and also odell knows that they don't need him in order to survive and to play at a higher level. So I think it kind of puts everything on an even playing field. But I can't wait to see what these two guys do together. Now, granted, you don't want to force anything, because if you force the issue, bad things will occur. But I can't believe it that people are actually still throwing it out there. But, yes, Odell has been forgotten, but I'm pretty sure Jay will. When the season comes into play, he will be remembered.
2: We had a little interesting debate going on this morning. Out of Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, or Baker Mayfield, which one of these guys do you think will regress this year? Which one?
0: Oh, that's a heck of a question. Well, I'm already biased towards Baker Mayfield having a great season, so I can't answer put him in that conversation. But if I'm going to throw somebody under the bus, I'm probably going to throw Lamar under the bus. And the reason why I'm going to throw him under the bus is that I think they're still trying to figure out what they want to do in a passing game. And at some point, the league's going to catch up to you. And he's a phenomenal, prolific runner, and he can't pass. But I do think that they're still trying to figure out how do we get him to pass at a higher level. And with that, with teams figuring out what to do to stop you on the running game, that that's going to hurt him somewhat. So I would say if anyone, I'm going to go with Lamar.
1: Gerard, you said something before that when when you're talking about adding Odell and then obviously that element to the offense, which we know they're a very heavy run and they're so good at it. Now you're asking Baker Mayfield to make throws, and you got to now keep everybody happy. It's what your identity is versus, of course, having a guy like Odell and obviously Jarvis and being able to throw the football a lot more could change a little bit of that identity and also puts a lot more pressure on Baker. I want to also go back to something that Kevin uh, Stefanski said on the really big show on your station. Uh, When it comes to the impact on the offense when Odell was injured,
0: Yeah, I don't see that as a challenge. I think that's a huge benefit in getting him back. And and we've talked a lot about that narrative, Tony. I think just our offense got better. I don't think that was because... Odell was not in there. That's just crazy. So excited to get him back. And then, you know, it's our job again to put him in position to succeed, put all of our players in, in position to succeed and play them to their roles. If you have a bunch of playmakers, I mean, that's a good problem to have. And that's a good thing that we have to find ways to get guys the football. But Odell is a huge piece of this and, and him coming back healthy. And, and he's doing great, as you guys can all imagine. He's attacking this rehab.
1: And he's a guy that, you know, Gerard, is. he, he loves targets. What wide receiver doesn't? But their identity was ground and pound. Their identity was running mm-hmm. the ball. He's going to want the ball. How is that balance yeah. going to work
0: out? Well, it's going to work out for a couple of reasons. One, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt aren't the type of guys that go on to the press or the social media and say, give me the damn ball like someone we know on your oh. airway. Right oh, so you- <laughs> ah, I get him. So you're not, going to, you're not going to have to worry about that for starters. And then on top of that, Odell's not in a position to where he can really dictate to them anyway because, again, it goes back to this. They were able to find success without him. So it's not like he can walk into the huddle and be like, y'all need me more than I need you. That's not the case at all. And I really do think that a culture is developing with the Cleveland Browns where guys are like, get yours, I'm going to get mine, and we're all going to get this and roll together. And when you have that mentality going on especially – on offense or throughout the team, that's how you get to that championship level. So I think this is totally misplaced to think that Odell's just this team, this me guy, me guy, me guy, me guy. Does he have some me guy tendencies at times? Certainly he does. But I think that's just part of his nature of being an entertainer and understanding this is how I can get my name out there. But at the end of the day, I think he truly realizes that, hey, Baker Mayfield feel uncomfortable in the pocket, will get me paid, will get me more attention. Yeah, and
3: and, and on top of that, though, Gerard, in terms of being a me guy and all that sort of narrative that was set with him in New York, he was on a sorry-ass team. Okay. Exactly. And when you're on a winning team, in a winning situation like he will be in Cleveland, you don't even worry about those sort of things because they're going to come naturally. You're in a winning environment. Your mind is... At a different place. When you're with the Giants and you're losing and.
1: Frustrated. And, and yeah. the
3: writers are writing stuff about mm-hmm. you and you're frustrated,
1: things happen. It always comes back to the writers, doesn't it? Well, I <laughs> to you. And he's pointing to me it at that as well. Them. Yeah, no, Gerard, you're thanks always so much. We're
3: starting trouble. Yeah, well, that's our job. Thanks, Gerard. Spread. Appreciate right, your time. Uh, All right, Rod. Oh, Rod. It's oh, my Rod. My oh, my Rod. <laughs> Gerard Cherry,
1: ESPN 850 Cleveland, former NFL <laughs> safety as well, on the Good Cowboy Year Hotline. Guy, yeah. yeah. Coming up, L.A. could still win an NBA title. It just may not be the Lakers. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But
2: sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really...
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Lakers, 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 enough. Let's talk about the other team in LA. Let's bring in Quentin Richardson on the Goodyear Hotline. Q Rich. What up, Q? Joining us right now, co host of the Knuckleheads Yay. podcast with Darius Isles. Miles. Good morning. What's going
5: on? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Hey, Alan, man, you, you are elite at those reads, my man. You are elite. I, st- I, st-
1: I stumbled through that read. I appreciate that, though. At least somebody around here is giving me a... You know, a little bit the of nut, nut butter, like that. creamy crunch, yeah. that That's yeah. The, talking about nut butter, creamy, crunchy, salty stuff like that, and <laughs> having these guys just staring that's at me while sure. I'm doing that, it's like the slight giggles the whole time. You got to stay, you got to stay, stay locked <laughs> in stay Very, yeah, in. very interesting. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, look, look, let's look, can we just like hear because all Key wants to do is talk Lakers, so that's why you're here. Help us talk about the other LA team that's Ain't actually no other LA team. starting to. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to bring it together right oh, now. Man. Are we See not talking about them enough? You. Are we over? Are we overlooking this team now that that you know Kawhi's back? He's playing through whatever he's got to deal with. Uh, Paul George having a great season. Rondo. R- Rondo, the addition of him has been fantastic. How much faith do you have in them now? This off- this postseason coming up.
5: Um, for me, I feel. I mean, I feel similar to how I've talked about them last year. I mean, they have to. They have to actually show and prove. I mean, I had them paid to. To to play the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals last year, but we all know they came up short. So you know, this is a situation where obviously they're playing a little bit better. I think they heard the you know all of the the, the whispers and everything about their team, and you know, Paul George has been playing out of his mind this season. Kawhi has been Kawhi when he's available and out there to play. And um, I think that the for me, it's not about saying hey they're gonna be. I just got to see them do it, man. I, I can't I can't sit here and talk any crap. I did that last year. I felt bad. I'm going to sit here and let it play out this year. And I'm going to see. I mean, I'm definitely – I'm always wanting the Clippers to do well and, and succeed, but uh, I'm going to stay short of just trying to predict anything this year. I'm going to let it happen.
2: Q, a lot of people on our network over the last several months have been talking about, yeah, well, the, the Jazz got the best record, but they're not the best team. Come on. We know what the best team is. Now seeing the way things are panning out, like how much credence do you give to the Utah Jazz or the Phoenix Suns to actually have a chance – to come out of the West.
5: Well, I'm one. I mean, I was. I was. Uh, it's funny that Phoenix is number one, but back when in 04 and 05, when I played for Phoenix, we had the same thing. So, so for me to hear that, I mean, I kind of, I kind of, that pulls at my heartstrings. Well, I kind of want to root for those Denver Nuggets and for that, for that, uh, well, for that Utah team and that Phoenix team being at the top because we were looked at that way the same way that year. Like, no, it doesn't matter what their record is, what they're doing, they can't win. They can't win. So. Uh, you know, somewhere inside of me deep down, I'm pulling for, for, for Utah and Phoenix and that thing. Do you, so
2: do you think if the Lakers were to end up in the eighth seed, can the Utah Jazz beat the Lakers? Considering what you have going on with LeBron James and AD?
5: Uh, that's my, my my thing with the Lakers is that obviously if they're going to be, you know, not have their full team and not have uh, players or not be all the way healthy, that you know, they can be had. But I feel like if LeBron is is LeBron is healthy and AD is healthy and they 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 go out there full strength. I feel like they would win.
3: Smart man there, Q, smart man. They're going to come out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, who would you have who, who you got for MVP right now?
5: Mm. Uh Nikola Jokic. I got I got to, you know, I mean, I think it's obviously, you know, Steph Curry, had roared into the conversation, but uh I think it would be kind of unfair to him, a guy who's played pretty much. I don't know. I don't think he's missed a game, but I know he's played the majority of the season, if not all of it. And and he's been playing at the same pace and doing the same things. Then they lose Donovan Mitchell, and he continues to carry him, and they they record doesn't drop that much. So I think he deserves some credit for that. Although you know, if, if he had some injuries and had missed some games, it would be a bigger conversation. But I think being that he was able to. Be more available than anybody else, and still playing at that same high level.
0: He deserves it.
3: Cue the Brooklyn Nets, the star power have only played I have a handful of games seven. seven seven games together, and it doesn't look like that that's going to be the case come playoff time. Can they just turn on the switch?
5: Um. I, for me, it's, it's hard for me to to uh to underestimate a group of talent like that with those three guys. I, I think we all know Jay. You you know how it is and Hope, Man. Like they could totally be looking crazy one minute, and then you know they could have one moment in the game where I don't know what it is. Anything just pulls them together. And those type of talents with Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, they type they like supernova type guys. And to have three of those guys on the, on the on the same floor, I would never go against them. But I, I agree, I felt like they needed more reps as a whole team and a whole unit. But even still, with with that much talent, I just would never really bet against them, knowing that it, it, it two out of the three or God forbid three out of the three of those guys get get into like the Hall of Fame mode. It's nothing that nobody could do. I don't care what you're talking about.
2: So, Q, one of the things I love about you since I've I've been knowing you since I've been 16 years old, you always keep it real. You always keep it real. So speaking of a supernova supernova teams, what do you think this will do if they do win it? The Nets do win it. How will this ultimately affect the legacy of Kevin Durant? Because the two teams he will have won championships on have been two supernova teams talent-wise. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and then this with Kyrie and James Harden.
5: To me, in my opinion, we have to look at what makes them a supernova team. I mean, both teams, to me, KD, his legacy is intact. Anybody that says anything otherwise is laughable, in my opinion. I mean, it's not like he came in and he was the fifth Beatle. He's the baddest dude on every team you're talking about. He's what makes it happen. He's the final cherry on top that, that clinches everything. So it's not like he's coming in and riding somebody else's coattail. Every team you're talking about, KD been the super, like, out of the supernovas. He's the super supernova. So, I mean... In my opinion, his 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 legacy and our legacy talk is ridiculous for me to be hearing that about Kevin Durant and how good he is and what he's done coming off that catastrophic Achilles injury, the way he's looked and the, the way he's able to perform. That's 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 you know that's crazy to hear. That that's how I feel, Q. I, that's how I feel But you question. know
2: you know how people you know how people like to do that. You know what people go in that direction.
5: That's what people. That's do. cool. I let them go. I'm a hooper. I know what it I'm is. Jay. I, I can't. I, I laugh at that. Like me. If I could have a, a a quarter of his resume, good night. So, I mean, don't, don't, I'm not about to under, I'm not about to question what he's done in, in the game and what he's done as far as basketball. Facts.
3: You know, that ain't nothing, you know, that ain't nothing but hate, Q. That's all that is. I said, exactly, I, I yeah. Didn't you
5: even, can't like, you, that,
3: that. I, I wasn't even a hooper like that, but I've played sports, and I know when the hate is yeah. in somebody's heart, for sure.
5: Yeah, yeah. But, and, exactly. And, but
1: the way you said it, though, when we're talking with Quentin, Quentin Richardson, former NBA player, on the Goodyear hotline. Q basically just saying, like, it's not like he was the worst guy or join you know, joined the team to chase the ring. He's always he been was that the dude. best player. He's been the best the guy. Best. He's the best yeah. player on his team. He now. was the
3: best player on OKC yeah. when they didn't. But I gotta
1: ask you something, Q. Now, now I don't know if you guys know. I covered Q when he was with the Knicks. He's One of my
5: favorite people. Yeah, Kobe, man. man, Alan go way yeah, back. He's big fan now, y'all. He on TV with y'all. He used to be a little beat reporter, just trying to see what's going on. <laughs> I was, now, oh, y'all, get, y'all, I big get him too. When Q was <laughs> <what, what>, <laughs> call called the germ Q?
1: spreader, I was the germ spreader. But, but
5: no, uh, Alan was one of the good ones. Though I'm, I'm definitely happy to see you succeeding and doing your thing because you were one of the people that I could trust that if I did something, you was going it was going to come out the way it was, and you weren't. You know, y'all know how it is in New York, man. Mm-hmm. Allen wasn't one of those guys that was trying to, you know, do some of the sleazy stuff to go on. He, he was on the up and up.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to being on the Knuckleheads podcast. Anytime you want to call, Q, you know, like anytime. I haven't gotten that call. Maybe I got to check my other phone. But I do want to ask you this, knowing your personality. Because Stephen A calls the Nets. They, he thinks they're like the, the – they become like that team that everybody hates, right? They become that version of the bad boy Pistons. I say the evil empire, right? Would you mm-hmm. want to play – with them or play against them? Mm. Would you want to be like on the Sixers mm. or the Bucks, Or would you rather, let me jump on this thing and see if I can catch a ring?
5: I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet. The latter part where you said, let me jump on this thing and see if I can catch a ring, I would never have that mentality. about. If I was a part of that team when all of that happened, I would be fine with being with them. And they would be my guys and I would go to war with them. But, If just in a natural sense, if I'm just out there, I would rather probably go against them. But if I was on that team, I would wholeheartedly embrace it and try and win a championship. But if I'm against that team, I'm strapping up and going to war with them.
1: So who's the team then in the East that can do it? Who do you think?
5: Now, I definitely, I definitely like Philly, man. I think, you know, I think if Joel Embiid hadn't got hurt and missed, he, I would be saying calling him for my MVP because he, the, the, the the type of domination that he presented this year, this is what I've been waiting for from him, like every, every game consistently. Be, be available and just world dominate because nobody can do anything with him. So I think they can definitely, uh, be scary to any team because, he had, he's that one factor. I don't think there's anybody that can really stop him in the NBA. Period.
1: See, I I asked him that question because I knew his mentality. I knew that he would be that guy that would go against him. Yeah, yeah. I, want to go, I want to go against him. Yeah, like it's it's that's the competitive that's thing. Now. And I think you know you, talk, you guys talk about being hoopers. That that's that's what I think is the compelling thing about this is watching to see who who has feel, it in them to try to I take feel them out. Bad for Q&A. That makes this fun to watch.
3: How much I want to go up against him. I just. I feel bad for y'all, man. <laughs> Two NBA guys. I feel bad for y'all going up against them. All good. That's
5: why we watch. I mean, that's, the, that's just the way it goes. Sometimes, no key, like you know, ain't nothing, ain't, ain't nothing gonna change. Still, basketball at the end of the day, you know, it's nothing to be scared or afraid of. We just got a hoop. It ain't like we going hand to hand combat. That's a different scenario. People can be fearful then.
1: Yeah. This is basketball. Q Rich, great stuff, care. man. Great to catch up with you. Be well. All right, Q. All right, Q. Q any time that they having All right, Quentin Richardson. That was really good stuff there. Coming up. Jimbo Fisher may want a mulligan after saying he's going to beat Nick Saban's ass. For the ones who get it done,
2: Granger
3: offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer.
1: Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. The number is 888 espn eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. You heard Luka Doncic talk about how he complains too much and he feels like he does that too. What do you complain about too much when it comes to sports? Well, let's do some A to Z. Before we do A to Z, Damian Woody just tweeted hashtag Jets and I'm freaking out now. What does that mean? I don't know. It just takes
2: hashtag Jets yes. for you to start becoming stressed. What's
1: happening? It,
2: maybe it's just trending. He just wanted to be part of the trend. Why? Why are they trending? What, what's going on?
1: Oh, I'm texting with him. I'm getting oh, an update right now.
2: Right, uh, yeah, I will guys, have we need to get really. this. Hashtag we need to Lakers. Can't be around up. people. who Have so much anxiety all the time. Is that really what life is like as a Jets fan? Yeah, it is. Twenty four seven.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. I'm already worried about Zach Wilson. He hasn't even showed His up at any yet. His shoulders are this yet. big. Yeah, pretty narrow. <laughs> it's so they tiny. are narrow. Right. He, I'm more concerned the about the three dots that Damian Woody is typing oh, right now. It's three dots now.
2: That oh, it means it's a long text. Now we have to wait for it. Now I don't want to go oh. to anything else. I want to wait to see what Damian Woody. Well, responds I'll tell you what. To. And all it
1: said is, "What
4: tweet are you referring oh, to?"
1: Oh no, you, God! To has send he him the hat? link Send him the link. Meanwhile, oh. as we do that, let's do A to Z. So Nick Saban, you remember? Remember Jimbo Fisher said that uh, that you know he's. He hasn't beaten Nick Saban yet. But Texas A&M, he said, no, we're going to beat his ass. And Nick Saban had a response to it, and here's what he said.
4: Coach, got to ask, your friend Jimbo said yesterday that um, at some point while you're in Tuscaloosa, he was going to beat your butt. That wasn't the word that he used, but did you have any response for that? In golf? (laughs) (laughs) I think he he meant on the football field.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm
1: sure there will come a day, you know, but um, is that what he's talking about, yeah, football? He,
4: he, was talking, he was talking about
1: football. He was? Well, he used to be on my noontime basketball league, I yeah. guess, you know, we're no longer partners, yeah. you know, when it comes to that. Coach. Now, they have a really good team, really good program, and, um, you know, they're getting better and better all the time.
3: Nick knows it. not a chance. Love that answer. I feel like Nick N- knows not a chance. He's he like, gone? yeah, got a good team, N- good program. Nick
2: talked about uh, Nick talked about Jimbo Fisher the same way that Aaron Rodgers talked about um, Brett Favre. Uh, hey buddy,
1: buddy. Hey bud, yeah, I'll let you know yeah, when. I'll up. let you know when I make my decision. Let you know once I make that decision, I'll let you know. Yeah, you know. Passive aggressive. He also referenced it. his noon basketball workouts that he has like Sabin
2: plays hoop he you does that, right a new I I went down there I saw I saw him shoot he can shoot it
1: yeah but they the joke is that he always like they rearrange it so he he's got the better team. team so he never loses <laughs> that's just what he does really when you're the king shocking. that's what you do shocking uh well what also might not be shocking or maybe shocking remember how the NHL only fined Tom Wilson that five grand for basically going WWE on a couple yes. of ranger players well, the NHL then responded to a Rangers statement that they put out calling for the firing of George Paros, who was in charge of uh, health and safety for the league. So let me get this right. And the Rangers were fined $250,000. What? <laughs> so.
3: For that. You.
1: It gets better. Go ahead. <laughs> Pavel Butnevich, who was the guy on the ice, face yes, down, that was getting pummeled. Yes, well, in the game, in the, in the ensuing game, where you saw there was line brawls and stuff, we talked about it yesterday, he, he did high stick. Uh, a Capitals player, he was suspended one game for that. So, see, <laughs> this is the league trolling right. the Rangers now. So, I'm
3: going to get 250 out of the Rangers, but a dude could have really injured somebody severely. You give him five Gs, but because I criticize some stuff yeah. in safety, I got to now write a check for 250.
1: Yeah, Gary Bettman said that the comments were uh, demeaning of a league executive and will not be tolerated. Well, so, words will not be tolerated. What so Tom Wilson did. Eh, it's hockey. Yeah.
4: Hockey. Glad play hockey.
1: Marketing for the NHL. Which will be on ESPN. Yes, <laughs> the it's co- great. We love it. <laughs> and you can see a lot of games on ESPN Plus, in fact, right now. But yeah, that's why, I mean, it is why we watch, right? I mean, we should
3: call a hockey match together. I would like that. Or a game, hockey game. Oh, it's a game? It's a game. Yeah, match. Yeah. Game. It's not wrestling. Same it's not game. a match. It's, yeah. a, it's not tennis. Go,
1: go to the bar before we go to the game? I promise you guys this that why if are you we, looking at me like it, you're weird. If,
3: no, I didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah.
1: Okay. If you would come with me to a game, we would sit on the ice, ice level, on the glass. Let's do it. And you will not be the same when it's over. I promise you. I'm in. 100%. I've been to a hockey game before. I love it. On You've been ice it. level? Not ice level. Did you watch the game, ice level? I've been. Totally
3: different. I've been ice level and I left because I didn't like it. Well, what games did you go to? I went to Dallas, Kings? Stars, and somebody. I what about know.
1: it did you not like?
3: I mean, the dude ran and all oh, the thing hit the thing and the boom! The, I was like, I gotta get out of here. The what, the what? The wall hit the thing, the, 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 the hit wall, the glass. The physicality, and, yeah. No, it was just them dudes was huge though. Yeah,
4: God, big they were boys, big, man. <laughs>
3: them some big dudes, but I didn't. It just not it for you. Right. <laughs> it, didn't it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. No, the it speed didn't. Speed of the no, game,
1: the physicality of the game. That's so I much. That's so football. But when
3: I came to it and I walked down the stairs, and I sat in the seats, it just didn't. It didn't feel like a sport that I would enjoy. Really?
2: Oh, you know? I enjoy it. It just I'll go with you, Alan. I
3: like it, I but I just didn't it's, many at
1: that time, NFL didn't, players yeah. have so gone. Like, many NFL players have gone to uh, hockey games, to sit close, and they they love it. Damien like Woody's things, one of them. Yeah. It seems like things were
5: gonna get we
3: out of Do we have an update on Damian Woody? Woody? Did he say anything ever? We
5: do. Um so
1: here's here's the whole text. Uh, I said we we're concerned. He said, Why is that? I send him the text and he's the tweet and he said Oh, I did that on accident. Um, I have muted Damian ah, Woody on a, Twitter and I think so, everybody else yeah, should do the so same. He's, He's definitely muted. Muted. No. Not it takes blocked. Jets tweet. not hashtag you can't block him smoke, but I'm definitely, same muting him definitely muting him for a while, while yeah. I mean, that's just that's unbelievable. But what do you Damian Woody became an Islanders fan? And that's a cool thing. So, a lot of NFL players, a lot of them used to go to Ranger games sit right behind the bench, you opposing bench. Yeah. A lot of Jet players did that. Wow. James Still, our producer. James Still, our producer from home, says he is problem. afraid
2: of birds and hockey hits, oh, apparently. Keyshawn, that's is that a shame. James Still.
1: Is Aaron Rodgers' situation producer? fixable? We'll discuss that well, next. We'll KJC, ESPN Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live, weekdays at six Eastern on ESPN radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.
4: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet?